Good morning, Steve Dale's Pet World on WGN. I love this idea. Anywhere that's safe that you can take your dog, where you spend time as a family, including four-legged family members, and I have a great one in a couple of minutes. You've heard these two words before on WGN Radio, executive green. You know they're the carpet cleaners, and you're thinking, okay, Steve is about to talk to Kelly Mickley, owner of Executive Green. Why on a pet show? Well, Kelly, on a pet show because so many people have to deal with pets that have accidents, don't they? Is this this a common problem for you? Yes, and first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Um, But yes, everybody, I mean, most people have a pet and pets have accidents. Um, So it's definitely something that we deal with on a daily basis. And it's not always puppies. It could be elderly dogs as well, or dogs that are frightened. And cats, that's the thing. So do you know what it is about cat urine that makes it so difficult for people to appropriately clean up? Cat urine is so, it can be so strong and prominent and you know when it's there. <laughs> and I actually, personally, I have eight cats. I know it is crazy, but I have eight cats. I love them. Um, but when there's urine, you know it's there, and we can fix that. <laughs> All right. I've got a new title for you. Uh, Kelly Mickley, Crazy Cat Lady, Executive yes, I Green. I know, right? Yes. Hey, I always say it sounds crazy, but until you have them, you don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, it's wonderful. But the odds are... If you have multiple cats, and most people who have a cat don't have one cat, they have multiple cats. Right. At some point in that cat's life, for whatever the reason, and it's not necessarily the person's fault. Fault's not involved in this, really. And it's not necessarily the cat's fault, but it happens. So when it happens, if you know it's there, and sometimes you don't. I mean, cats usually don't say, hey... Uh, by the way, I'm going to go pee over there. So right. you don't even know. And if you have multiple cats, you don't even know which one it is necessarily. Right. Yeah, but- no, cats, It's and, and with the cat urine specifically, it you know, they can go multiple areas. They like to hide. Um, we have a process that will get deep into the backing of the carpet, the padding, the subfloor, and really treat that whole area that was saturated by the urine. So if a cat is thinking outside the litter box, or Mm -hmm. cats are thinking outside the litter box, yes, and we'll talk about how it's so incredibly important to go to Executive Green and to make sure that odor is gone. Because, yeah, yeah, and not necessarily only gone from your sense of smell, but remember, cats have a far better sense of smell than we will ever have. Definitely. So -hmm. it's got to be so the cat can't smell it either. But that is not necessarily going to solve the problem. And don't blame Executive Green if the cat goes back and does it again. If you have eight cats, for example, and have one litter box, or the litter box aren't inappropriately located, or the cats aren't getting along with one another, or you don't scoop the litter box, or any number of other issues, including medical issues, incidentally, real medical issues, hyperthyroid disease, diabetes, etc., Long list mm-hmm. that can prompt a cat to urinate and or defecate outside the litter box. However, yes. however, it is still not only important as far as cats go that you clean up, but for your own welfare as well, because 
no one should live in a house that smells like cat urine. No. And the problem, no, yeah, the problem can be fixed. So what is your, it's just between us now, mm-hmm. just us two. <laughs> what is your secret? What do you do? So first of all, we always say a clean home is a healthy home. And number one, our health is super important. And not only for us, for our animals as well. So we want to make sure that we're maintaining that cleanliness in our home. Um, so as I was saying that we have this odor treatment option, we have a couple different options. Usually when you call in and say, hey, I've got this odor concern because this or that, um, we will kind of go over some questions and, and get an idea of the situation. But it's best to have our technicians assess your situation individually on site um, because we can determine how severe the stains are, the odors, and how it needs to be treated. But what we recommend most of the time is our stage three odor treatment is what we call it. And it was designed to mimic the initial incident from your pet when they have an accident. And just depending on the size of your pet, um, urine stains can range from ounces They could be cups, um, and that's all being saturated deep into your carpet, your padding, the subfloor, and this is per accident. Um, That's a lot. That could be a lot of urine. Uh, So our treatment process ensures that every part of the saturated floor is treated, and we let our product dwell before rinsing and extracting. So dwell time is super important because it allows the product time to work, and time to eliminate your odors, which is one of the main reasons why you would call us. Um, so then we'll use a special tool. It's hooked directly to our powerful trucks, so it sucks out that product and the urine all at the same time. And you can actually see the urine being pulled out through the tool. Wow. It can be kind of gross, but also very satisfying to see, you know, all of that urine and whatnot coming out of the carpeting because it's not supposed to be there. So that's a very thorough, like, process of an odor treatment option that we have. Um, That's what we'd recommend in most situations because it's really targeting that specific area. Are people people surprised, Kelly, when they see... That actually being sucked up and say oh, that was in my carpet and it was yeah. I was just sitting it, it there yesterday. Yeah, because you can't always see to the eye. You might sometimes you see a very small area, and then you know we'll bring in the black light and we can see a bigger, a larger area that's affected that you didn't see because it's underneath the surface. I mean, it absolutely is necessary to fix these problems that are really common. I mean, the number one behavior problem in dogs and cats, actually, inappropriate elimination. And for cats in particular, it doesn't necessarily solve it. But without fixing Mm -hmm. this, you're not going to solve it, if that makes any sense at all. So are are there cases where the person, uh, you just can't fix it. It's just, you walk in the house and it hits you like someone's throwing bricks at you, the, the smell that they're living with every day. Well, first of all, I also want to mention um, some people I think are embarrassed about the situation. And that's not something that you need to be embarrassed about. Because, one, cleaning carpets, dealing with the odors, and all this is our job. Um, we're not going to come in there and judge you. And 
it happens to way more people than you would even think. So, one, don't be embarrassed about any situation, whether you think that you have the worst job possible or not. I'm sure we've seen worse. (laughs) But as far as, um, yeah, as far as us getting out um, bad situations where it's just really, really horrible odors, um, I would say in most cases there's always there's always a solution. Um, if it's like you know wall to wall just covered in urine, we might look at it and be like, look, it's going to be more cost effective to maybe just replace the carpet and the padding. And not only that, though, you need to make sure that you seal the floor because those odors will come through um, if it's not done properly so that's a good point so what we will guide you in the right direction Uh, we'll use you know our professional opinions they've got over 30 years experience in this business and industry and we always want to help you as a homeowner so we won't guide you in the wrong direction if we don't think that it makes sense for you to get in treatment uh, we'll tell you and like i said we have different options with that as well so they'll help guide you with that all right what's your website so our website is WGNClean.com. I like um, that. Yeah. That's the so perfect easy, website. Easy to remember. So, we, yeah, WGNClean.com. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Kelly, it is good to talk to you, and perhaps at some point we'll talk again. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Tim Agra is the president of Mercury Skyline Cruise Line. Hi, Tim. Hi, how are you today? Now, Mercury, because people don't know necessarily the name. So Mercury is a family business that's been around for decades and decades and decades. And if you're walking on uh, Michigan Avenue and walk uh, over the river on the, you tell me if I've got this right, on the southeast side is where your several boats are located. Is that correct? Yeah, so we're on the southeast corner of the Michigan Avenue Drive, Michigan Avenue Bridge and Wacker Drive. Uh, so we've been in business for 87 years, and we're proud to be a fourth-generation family business here in the city of Chicago. You know, that's a story in of itself that is worthy of attention. Uh, any family business these days merits celebration, in my opinion. But this is, as you mentioned, four generations of captaining boats that go up and down the Chicago River. I imagine you've been involved since you were, like, about that high. Yeah, uh, my parents uh, took me on my first boat ride when I was three months old, and I started uh, working in the business when I was 14. So growing up, it was very much a family affair, you know, talking about all the goings-on around the dinner table. And it's a great industry to be in. Uh, We're in the fun industry, and we love showing people around the city of Chicago to learn all about our history and great architecture. Well, your parents are Bob Agra, who is a captain, and Holly Agra, who's run the business for a long time. And when WGN Radio had their studios, because you were telling me off the air, you don't know the story I'm about to tell you. When WGN Radio had studios on Michigan Avenue, I saw Holly, I was on Saturday or Sunday afternoons at the time, I honestly don't remember which. I've been on both, and Holly was just walking down the street, and I saw her, and I waved her into the studio. And we were talking about her Portuguese water dog at the time. After all, it's a pet show, you know, so we're talking about how appropriate it is that she have a Portuguese water dog. And we're talking about dogs. She's a dog lover, as you know, that's your mom, so you certainly know. And we go to a commercial break. And at the commercial break, I said, how's business? And she said, you know, 
Same old problem. People from the suburbs, and I imagine it's the same today, people from the suburbs, they don't want to come in and part because, okay, they have to drive in, they have to battle traffic, they get here, and then, you know, the cruises, depending on which cruise they go on, it's probably about 90 minutes or so, they want to have lunch, they're in the city, but then they've got to get back for their dog and they kind of don't make it. How do they get back for their dog? And I said, well, I've got a solution You guys offer the most famous architecture ride in the city, the real architecture ride with docents from the Chicago Architecture Foundation. So you need to offer an architecture ride for dogs. Are you willing to give it a try? And she looked at me like, I know this guy is crazy, but he's even crazier than I thought. And then the commercials (laughs) end. And as they're ending, she, yeah, I'll give it a try. We'll probably get some press, right, Steve? And I said, you bet you will. Because at that time, who would have brought dogs onto a boat ride? So we come back from the commercial break, and uh, I don't think your mom will ever forgive me for this. I looked at her and I said, Holly's doing it. She's offering an architecture ride (laughs) for dogs. And she looked at me when I said, well, what's it going to be like? Because she had no idea. And I said, clearly, you're going to point out the oldest fire hydrants in the city, the parks with the most squirrels and what by the way is the back of the boat called and she answered what's it called the back of a boat the stern what's the front called the bow oh that's the one i'm thinking of i said no on these rides it's called the bow wow and you know (laughs) she laughed about all that and indeed the press came out like crazy for the first ride and it was such a success she kept doing it and now i'm told that others around the country, a ride on the Potomac apparently offers that. There's some ride in New England or somewhere that offers it. And it's really all because of that visit to the WGN studio. You didn't know that story? Uh, no, I can't say that I did, but uh, what a lovely story. Thank you for all your help throughout the years. You know, we love having this product. It's it's so fun uh, to get people here with uh, their dogs come aboard and uh great way to to show you know both uh, people are traveling with the dog and the residents to you know rediscover the city of chicago uh, along with their canine friends absolutely true and it's just a fun thing to do with your dog so i mean you could live downtown no downtown and still it's just a fun thing to do with your dog when are the canine cruises so the canine cruises are uh, they depart on ten fifteen on uh, saturdays and sundays and they start here uh, this July 9th, and they run through October. And how much are they? Uh, so the pricing for adults is uh, $42. Dogs are $8. And then child prices are uh, lower depending on their age. So Holly told me a story. I don't know if it was apocryphal or not. She said someone showed up with a cat stroller, cat inside the stroller, <laughs> and wanted to come on board with a cat. And when they were told no... That person really wanted to sue you guys for discrimination? I, that can't be true. <laughs> um, you know, uh, cats are not a, a, a usual visitor uh, to the boat, but uh, it's definitely something that uh, we could think about and, uh, you know, have somebody, some other kind of animals uh, enjoy their waterway. You know, it's great to have them out and to be able to experience something new and and have some enrichment and be able to uh, see all the sights and smell all the smells. Well, I've got a promotion idea for you guys if you want. Happy to hear it. Okay, so at one point in time, 
I helped direct this idea, actually. And and the company that you may know of or not, I don't know, because this goes back years, uh, did it for like four years before whatever reasons they stopped. Uh, and that was a whale watch on Lake Michigan. Uh, hello? Hello? hello yes. Um, yeah, I, I, okay, okay, hold it. Give me a chance here. So what they okay. did for this whale watch on Lake Michigan is they offered... You know, whatever the price was at the time, I don't know what it was. So you pay 15 bucks or whatever it was, and you not only get the ride, but you get two beers. And it turned out after two beers, most everyone did see whales. <laughs> well, that's that's funny. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, we don't have that, that big, large-scale wildlife here on, the, uh, on Lake Michigan. It'd be great to, to have some whales or some seals. Uh, or some dolphins uh, to, to view on your cruise, but I think uh, people settle for the beautiful skyline, and uh, you know we do serve beverages on board. So if gets uh, a little thirsty, we can accommodate both their dog and uh, themselves. And maybe people will see whales if they have enough of those beverages, which <laughs> is my point. Yeah. So what is the website to learn more, not only about the K9 cruise, but the real architecture cruise, as I like to say, because it is presented by docents of the Chicago Architecture Foundation. What is the website? Sure. So for the K9 Cruise, you can check us out on mercurycruises.com. You can also check out our sister company, which does the official Chicago Architecture Foundation Center River Cruise aboard Chicago's First Lady. And uh, those cruises uh, operate every day. And you can check those out at cruisechicago.com. Well, I think the Chicago's first lady's name, I think her name is Holly Agra, actually, for all she's done for the city of Chicago. <laughs> I mean that. Uh, Tim, it's it's great to meet you. Uh, thank you so much, and I am sure I will see you out on one of those days with our dog on a canine cruise. Thank you so much. Looking forward to it. Thank you for your time. A longtime listener of this program, Lou Basco, uh, who rescues dogs, has volunteered all over the place and who I see at uh, events, uh, fundraisers, etc., wrote me the nicest note, and I most appreciate it. She has named... So she's fostering a dog. That dog gave birth, and she's naming the little puppy, who's a a female, Cosette, in honor of our lizard. So Cosette, and for those who don't follow me in social media, you may not know this, Cosette is a northern blue-tongued skink. She was... Uh, she was with us for 26-plus years, and she passed away recently. You know, um, I don't feel the losses profoundly. I mean, we recently also lost a cat who was with us for nearly 20 years, um, and that one was a gut punch. You know, but I knew Cosette was aging, uh, well past a lifespan of her species, but still, the human-animal bond is more significant, and you may make fun of me, I don't care, but... Uh, and I don't, because I, I I cared about this animal. And and I think that having an alternative pet, uh, such as a lizard, sometimes called exotics in the world of veterinary medicine, brings a little of the natural world into our concrete world. And she was very sweet. I mean, she truly was. We went, at one time, we would go to school groups and talk about care of animals and the human-animal bond. Uh, She was wonderful, and it's so nice of Lou to do that. This happened in Morristown, Tennessee. 
A employee heard meowing from a vending machine. She thought where she works. She contacted the local fire department. They came out, and Lindsay was right. There was a kitten in the machine. The good news is she adopted the kitten. She named the kitten Pepsi. No word on whether it's original Pepsi or sugar-free. We'll talk to you next week, bright and early, right here on WGN.